Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekly forecast for the week starting December 20th. The recording is definitely coming a little later than normal, and I hoped to have it out earlier today, but I think with the um, eclipse season ending and everything that was taking place today, it just seemed a little bit easier to wait until evening. So here we are. Now, Monday, um, all day today, we've kind of been in this mercury mood, if you will. You may have found that you had a lot to say. Um, you may have found that a lot of change and excitement kind of popped up and hopefully went quite well for you. Um, if you were using your intuition and staying flexible, it might've been pretty decent day. Um, if you were holding and like digging your heels in, it might have gone the other way. So, um, we will feel more of this as we move forward. Mercury was semi-sextile Saturn, Saturn, (laughs) I almost said Saturday, Saturn. And it started on Sunday until tomorrow. And it's very good for us. Um, if you're trying to think something through or to, um, come up with like a solid plan. I spent a lot of today reorganizing and, um, creating different systems that I thought would work in a way to support us as we pack up and get ready to possibly move and everything like that. So it was a good day in those ways. Now, remember yesterday, um, this should have been in last week's weekly forecast. I believe it was, I know I talked about it a little bit in the weekend forecast, the midweek kind of reminder, but Venus retrograde, uh, it went retrograde at 26 degrees Capricorn and 26, 27, 28 degrees is showing up in a lot of different ways that feel quite significant. We needed to, um, maybe look at what was going on in our, um, birth charts as it pertains to these kind of degrees. And, um, some of the things that I personally feel called to sort of mention, and this, this goes a little bit outside of astrology and a little bit into some more mystical energetics, um, as we're moving towards this winter solstice, it's extra important to remember that it's not all just what's possible, but it's a lot of what our ancestors would have been doing around these times and what we would have been thinking about. And yes, the sun, we're getting less and less sun and more and more night. I feel like there's something where we have really idealized the sun because summer is more fun and things grow and it's a little bit easy, but it's very, you know, um, it's very one-sided even to spend the longest night of the year focusing on the return of the sun. And certainly it's something that is common practice in a lot of um, cultures and traditions because you're awaiting the longest night and you're surviving the longest night and you're preparing for the return of the sun. And it's the sun conquering the darkness and all of this language that gets used but I think that we really miss something there, right? We miss that opportunity of getting comfortable in the dark. And we miss the opportunity of thinking about the future from a place of darkness. And if the darkness were to persist as it will, um, because winter is not ending tonight, and as the darkness and as the cold will continue to persist, 
how do we make it cozy? Right. And that's where we see different cultures that have longer winters. They cozy things better. They get things cozied up a lot easier than we do here in America. And so as we are processing all of this mercury energy and as, as we're supported, you know, in making changes that will hold for us. And as, as the sun moves into Capricorn and the moon moves into Leo, um, what, what are we going to do with this darkness and how can we turn towards the moon for answers here? And as, um, Tuesday progresses, uh, the moon moves into Leo around 4 35 PM Eastern. And then the sun moves into Capricorn 10 59 AM Eastern. And so all day we sort of have this energy of, ch- of change and, um, our inner worlds are being activated and what do we think and what do we feel and how can we bring, how can we bring how we think and how we feel into the spotlight and how can we honor the longest night in a way that isn't just focused on the sun? right? And maybe isn't just focused on light. Where do we want to bring more light? Where, what areas of our life do we hope more light touches? But at the same time, how are we in the dark? How comfortable are we? It's definitely a thing to consider. And it's definitely something that's been on my mind. Um, you know, every, it's like that saying everything, everything is, is, everything's connected to how much power we have. Right. And as, as we move through the world, we talk about privilege and we talk about power and we talk about dynamics and we talk about infrastructure and we talk about the social structures and of our country and of the world and of our financial structure. And we go back, we go back to when the structure of our government and our financial system was built. And we, look at it from the perspective of knowing how it all plays out and we can nitpick and we can pull things apart. But as we're in these moments, we're not functioning from the future. We're functioning with how it feels and how do we um, reach as many areas with one, one motion, right? And those are the kind of things you have to think about for winter. Those are the kind of things you have to think about for hard times. Those are the kind of things you have to think about for beginnings. And, um, you know, when you begin a business, it's hard to keep the faith because everything's so hard when you're making all the money and you have all the customers and you have five different locations and, and all these different things, it's much easier to dip into the blessings. And so take that winter energy and apply it to other areas of your life as much as you can really dig into the, how do I do in darkness? How do I do when the results are uncertain and how do I manage my day-to-day life? when I don't have all the answers. And those are some things that will come up and come up and come up. And now that Chiron retrograde is ended, it's a much easier question to ask yourselves. Um, Eclipse season has ended. Chiron retrograde has ended. We're in the Venus retrograde now, but um, I believe that we are all going to be moving forward a little bit easier. And especially as we turn into the week of the last Saturn square Uranus, we're all going to just grow a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, so this, this, another thing I want to say before, 
I move into the actual forecast is the, the third light of Advent, right? We've already talked about the structure and we've already talked about, um, you know, how we take a look at the very first week we're looking at bones and then we're looking at plants and then, um, the, well, I should say we look at bones and crystals and seashells, not just bones. It sounds like kind of creepy. Then we look at plants and trees and life as it grows up and out of the soil and up and out of darkness. The third light of Advent is the light of the beasts, the light of hope that we may see in greatest and in least. And I always, that's what I was trying to get at before. The light we see in, in humanity and in and in animals and is when they're great, how, e- how much easier is it to love? And when it's not, how much easier, how much harder is it to love? Um, and so just to kind of bring some of those concept- concepts into your awareness as we move through this week, it's going to be a very important week to have those concepts in your mind. And oftentimes, right, we say love them, love us when, when we deserve it the least, right? That's when we need it. And those kind of Um, acts of grace can be really um, important this time of year, especially. So as we move on to the winter solstice, remember we have the ursids, the meteor showers, they are coming down onto us the 17th to the 25th. They take us into the sun in Capricorn, also Cirrus retrograde into Taurus. Um, The ursids will be with us until the 25th through the Saturn square Uranus. I take this as a sign from the universe that we will, we will get through this with open-mindedness. We will get through this with inspiration. We will get through this with divine intervention. We just have to keep our cool. Um, the Saturn square Uranus influence will, will is already with us, um, been with us for a couple of weeks and will stay with us till January 9th. Um, so even if we don't see some big grand hurrah there. I feel that we will start, we will see the effects of it already. I am also keeping an eye on this new variant with, um, coronavirus. And when it hit the news, I found that interesting timing, seeing that Saturn square Uranus, um, kicked into place December 7th. And it feels like those things are going together in some way. Um, One of the things with Saturn square Uranus, you may be trying to bring about change um, and you may be trying really hard to bring about change and you may not be seeing the kind of change that you want. And trust me, you guys all know this with the way I'm dealing with this move, right? Trying to bring about change and not getting exactly what we thought we would get. It could be frustrating, Um, but the change that is going to come will be the kind of change you need. And so that's where we have to dig into this flexibility, um, adaptability, right? And, and when we think about Capricorn, we think about that cardinal earth energy ruled by Saturn, right? It's a beginner. It's not necessarily a hold, hold the line and it's not necessarily the most adaptable element. And so we are beginning things, but beginnings are hard. Like we, I was just talking about, um, the beginnings are hard and it's hard to hold the faith when we don't know the ending and it's not a comfortable position for either Saturn or Uranus. Um, and so as we kind of get into that and as they square off, 
they're straining each other. Um, they're resisting and it's the old versus the new. And one way is better than the other way. And this generation versus that generation. And it could just feel nitty nitpicky and not something that feels supportive. And also we have the moon in Virgo during this main part of the Saturn square Uranus, which could really add to some of the nitpickiness. Um, and and a, a lot of making it so that we have a lot of work to do. Um, so just kind of keep your eye on that come Christmas Eve. Uh, so we really are in the solstice in case you've lost track of where we are in the week. We kicked off the Monday with a lot of mercury in the air. Tuesday is our winter solstice. We have the moon in Leo that energy carries. There's not much else going on other than the Ursid's meteor shower until the Saturn square Uranus. Um, at the same time as Saturn square Uranus, we have Jupiter quintile Uranus. And I feel like, I feel like, um, my spidey senses tell me that that is the element that's going to bring forth some of the positive change, some of the change of what we need, whether we want it or not, it's going to be what we need. And then as we move into Saturday, um, <laughs> Christmas, it's gonna, it's gonna be a, an interesting holiday, right? Like for those of you who might get together for the holidays with family on Christmas Eve, remember that Saturn square Uranus, remember it. If the old versus the new comes up in conversation, trying to convince either side of anything is pretty pointless. So you might as well just have a cup of tea, have a glass of wine, smile and nod, and just enjoy the company, right? It's one of those things, just enjoy the connections. And then comes come Saturday, that Venus retrograde conjunct Pluto begins um, in Capricorn. And this is so long. <clears throat> this, this conjunct, this Venus retrograde conjunct Pluto, right? They dance three major times, but they're basically up against each other from, you know, the first week of December all the way until almost the new year. Right. So I think it's like December 5th to December 30th and they're dancing around each other. So you're going to feel all that transformation in your relationships, the transformation in your financial situation. You're going to feel the transformation in your body. How do you look? How do you feel? Do you like the way you look? Do you like the way you feel? Do you like the way they act? Do you like the way they love? You know, it's all that kind of stuff is going to be coming up. Um, and this is the second dance. And so, um, we're paying attention. We're paying attention because, you know, um, Venus conjunct Pluto, it's like I said, they've been dancing since December 5th, but they got real into it on December 11th. And so now they're back into it again, but Venus is retrograde. So look back on December 11th, look back and see that was only nine days ago. So it's not like we have to traipse back through a lot of calendar dates, go back to December 11th and just see what was, what was coming up for you. And see if on Christmas day, some of those same themes don't come up, but from an internal point of view, remember that Venus retrograde wants to dig into you a little bit more. Where do you need harmony? Where do you need balance? Where do you, you know, where do you measure up with your own personal responsibility? How receptive to love and beauty and money are you? How receptive are you to abundance? And this is at a foundational level. It's all happening in Capricorn. So 
we're paying attention to that quite closely. Um, and we're not going to let little things set us off on Christmas day. It will be so easy and we're not going to do it. Um, another thing about Christmas day, I would like to, um, cast a little vision for you. We have a Capricorn stellium, the sun, Mercury, Venus, Pluto, all up in Capricorn. Venus is retrograde up against Pluto. We're looking at transformation. We're looking at all those Capricorn themes. We're looking at foundational stuff. We're, we're looking at what needs to be done. Saturn is that Saturn rules Capricorn. Saturn is a taskmaster. So these people are all up in Saturn's house, right? Uh, and they're, they better do it. They better work while they're there. Capricorn is not the sign to, to, of, of inactivity. They better work. You know, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. That's the energy that's going on with the sun and Mercury and Venus and Pluto and Capricorn. And so if something comes up, you better put some, some, put some feet behind it, push it, move it, go, you know, and, and don't get hung up and, um, that fight flight or freeze you want to do instead, right? If you can do, um, then when we get into Sunday, December 26, Mercury sextile Neptune makes communication a little bit easier. Thoughts are going to flow a little bit easier. We have the third quarter moon in Libra. Um, and that is conjunct a very positive fixed star. It gives us a lot of intuition, a lot of balance, you know, especially with Libra there. Um, giving us a lot of balance. We're at five degrees Libra. And so think very, um, curious, right? Curious about balance, curious about harmony. We're also going to be uh, a little bit more creative and with the moon in Libra, it'll be a good time to soothe some of those arguments from the weekend with a family. So everybody enjoy this beautiful week. It's a big one. It's a turning point. Next, next week is going to be our big shifting into a new year. We just have so much in front of us. And I feel as if we're in, we're in the, the last of the, we're in the last of the thick of it of 2021 and it feels promising. Everyone have a beautiful week. I will talk to you soon. If you're listening to this on the 20th, don't forget, we have a winter solstice gathering in the morning. Um, not so much an alignment as it will be in a celebration together. We'll do some tarot readings. Um, we will talk some alignment. Maybe we'll do a group clear, but it's going to be an event of the moment and the recording will be out afterwards. So I will talk to you all soon. Have a beautiful week.